<laughs> you are you are going to edit this? Of course I will. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining uh, the Chiefcast. Today, we're going to talk about uh, chief residency again, some personal stories. And we have a different uh, group of chiefs. Um, you know, we've been talking to chiefs from different generations and different uh, uh, even different institutions, uh, but of course, we have a lot of our own chiefs here at UIC, so we'll uh, primarily talk about our own experience of prior chiefs and current chiefs. Uh, you heard my two cents in the last episode, so um, I'll let our current chiefs uh, run this one. So Amina and, and Ashley, take it away. All right. Thanks so much, Fredo. Um, so today uh, we have Dr. Connor, Dr. Lara, Dr. Radosta, and then Ashley and I are your current chiefs. Um, so I think we can just start by, you know, going around and asking why uh, you guys chose to do or apply for a chief year. So uh, I have Dr. Connor first. Um, um, well, I would have to say for the power. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, just kidding. Mostly it was um, because I really wanted to go into academic medicine. And so I thought that chief year would be a great start to a career with um, teaching and clinical work um, and administrative stuff too. So that was why I chose to do it. And Cheryl, you were a chief in, in what year? 2011 to 2012. By the way, my favorite story about applying to chief was that one of uh, one of uh, our friends in my class was probably did say it during the interview, but told me that he was going to say, like, why, why do you want to apply for chief? Because I want to go to multiple retreats. <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not be one of the reasons I applied for chief. <laughs> Um, awesome. Thanks, Dr. Connor. And then Dr. Lara, what year were you chief and why did you choose to apply? Hi. Um, so I was chief um, in 2012-2013 with Fredo, actually. I was really lucky to get to work alongside him. Um, I applied um, similarly to Dr. Connor, I think, because I wanted to make a career as a clinical educator. So I thought this would give me an experience to really um, get more into education of residents and also kind of see the other side that we don't see in residency, which I certainly did. Um, and then another reason which I didn't necessarily realize the importance of was to make connections with um, some faculty in a different way that I wouldn't have um, been able to do just as a a regular resident. And um, I know this isn't part of our question yet, but it really served me well in terms of um, these relationships actually going forward in my career. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize before applying how much we get to work with faculty, which is really nice. Um, okay, Dr. Adosta, what year were you chief and uh, why'd you apply? I was chief a long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> back in 2007 to 2008. Uh, smart, smartphones were a thing then, but social media was, was uh, not really. MySpace was out. Um, <laughs> I was gonna ask you if your MySpace account was still surviving. <laughs> and what made me wanna be chief was I really wanted to spend more time uh, really doing two things. I wanted to spend more time working on education and I really wanted to 
hone my skills on becoming a better educator um, and work with excellent faculty to, to become a better educator myself. And then I wanted to change things. Uh, there were things that I thought weren't perfect in the residency, and I really wanted the, my voice to be heard and uh, me to have time and, and uh, an opportunity to really change things I didn't like. Awesome. Um, that's great. And then my co-chief, Ashley, um, why, did, why did you choose to be chief? Yeah, well, I mean, I think these are all really great reasons. I think a lot of, of the reasons everyone has already said are, you know, kind of part of why I wanted to be chief. Um, I think really my like experience as a resident, um, you know, I was just able to see the chief before me and how they were able to make those connections within the department and like use those connections to kind of leverage to the residents and help them kind of move forward in their careers. And I just really kind of wanted to try and be a part of that and, you know, just learn more about how a department is organized and how it runs. Um, and I just thought that that was going to be helpful for me moving forward. Perfect. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, everyone basically said all the reasons I chose to be chief, including the retreats, which sadly we couldn't do this year. Um, but I also just like one other reason was I went to medical school at UIC, residency at UIC. I feel like UIC gave me so many opportunities um, and I wanted to give back to that like community and the students and medical education is like a huge part of it. I wanted to learn how to be a better educator, how to be an effective um, communicator. And I feel like working with Dr. Zar this year has really helped me like hone down those skills. Um, and it's been like a wild ride with this pandemic, but I'm really glad that my co-chiefs are with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we go around really quick and can I add a question of... Yes. Um, which chief were you and how many chiefs did you have when you were chief? Awesome. Yeah. Dr. Connor? Um, there were only three chiefs uh, my year. Um, I know same as uh, Dr. Radosta. Um, and I was the ambulatory chief, which was, I was really, I really wanted to be the VA chief. <laughs> And now you see oh. I am at the VA, so I have achieved that goal, um, but I was the ambulatory chief um, yeah. back then. How did you guys pick? works at the VA too. Um, we picked by drawing straws. Um, so it was completely like whoever got the first straw got to pick. Like position. literal straws? <laughs> no, it was like actually sugar packets or something. We were at a bar <laughs> on Taylor Street. But anyway, whatever it was, it was some sort of randomized thing where we then got to um, pick what we wanted to do. Yeah. Very similar to ours. Um, Dr. Lara? Um, similarly to Dr. Connor, um, we also picked um, out of a hat and I was the ambulatory chief too. Um, the irony starts there because then I got to really work with so closely with Cheryl over the past decade and that really started our really close relationship. Um, and what else was I supposed to say? Oh, I, there was four chiefs. I was the first year that there, there was an added fourth chief. Um, so I will have to say for part of it, I would say it's more like three and a half because I um, had my chief baby. And so my, my co-chiefs were, were pretty awesome. And luckily they weren't used to having more chiefs. 
But oh UIC is just it? super supportive. I, I want to say that too, you know, um, I know that's not really part of cheap year, but I was just overwhelmed with um, kind of this commitment to not only um, the medical institution and education, but also to our individuals that work for this institution. Uh, and um, I remember, you know, initially when I wanted to start a family, I thought, you know, I'm only going to have this one year to be a chief. Um, and it wasn't necessarily planned that way, but um, I really feel so lucky to be in an institution that supports both my career and my life outside of work. Yeah, I just have to put my little plug in here too, because I had my chief baby like at the very start of chief year and in the pandemic. And I got to say, my coaches really stepped up for me too. And I think like everybody was so supportive, like coming from the administration down. So like, it was just really nice. I could take that time to be with my family um, and not worry about work. Um, so definitely agree with you, Dr. Lara. I don't think a lot of institutions have that, um, which I was surprised to find out. Um, and okay. and I, I will also just plug that that's also true of, of the residents. I, I didn't have a baby during chief year, but I did have it as a resident and it's very much, uh, yeah, as everyone knows, the, very much the same way. Well, one uh, question I, will, I have for you guys. Go ahead. Well, can, I answer, can I answer the uh, first question before you answer oh, yeah, another one? Yes. I yeah, you forgot about me. I understand. <laughs> you forgot about me because I was, I was an ambulatory chief, um, <laughs> and there were three chief residents uh, at the time. That's awesome. Uh, well, I have a question for you guys. And, you know, when we were talking in the prior episodes, we talked a lot about you know, of course, what makes chief residency special? And I'll, you know, we'll go around and ask you that. Um, but how do you guys feel of chief residency as an apprenticeship? Because I felt like there was so much learning and so much seeing of, you know, just being in the room and being on the table even of, of decisions, of problem solving, of figuring out, you know, these issues, but also seeing very, uh, very experienced people like Dr. Czar work through these issues and advocating for residents and, and uh, you know, doing all of the kind of behind the scenes work. And I, I think all of us who are here at UIC can appreciate, you know, just how, how valuable that experience was, uh, just essentially being a, a, a sort of apprenticeship of, of how these things are done and how doctors are and other experienced people handle it. Uh, but I thought I wanted to ask you guys how you felt, uh, you know, about that and, and uh, um, kind of what value did you guys see during the year and afterwards of, of your chief year? Dr. Connor, yeah, I can, I can chime in. Ashley. Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, you know, I thought that that was actually a really, um, I don't know, a big reason. Another reason why I kind of picked chief year was because I think particularly at UIC, you know, it's kind of a unique um, opportunity to learn from Dr. Zar, who's been a program director for you know, what, 30 years and has just had a lot of experience in how to kind of manage and, and get through some of the, the issues that pop up. So I, you know, that was a, that was a big reason why I, why I also wanted to be a chief. Um, I thought, I definitely agree. It's like an apprenticeship to, to being an attending or running a program. And I remember being surprised by 
how fluid and how much you could change you could make. I remember thinking the program was like a very static thing. Like, this is how we've always done it. This is how we're going to do it. And then when you become a chief, you're like, oh, we can change literally anything. The call schedule, how the teams are staffed, like, you know, um, what the lecture schedule looks like, when it happens, you know, all these different um, things that you could actually have an input into. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting. The other thing, I mean, as part of an apprenticeship, like becoming an attending, I thought it was a really nice way to become an attending on wards. Cause I, you do wards months, but you're not doing it, you know, like completely. So you had some time to like, you know, kind of be an attending in this safe space where you already were a resident, you're familiar with the system, you know, the people you're working with really well. Um, and I thought that part of it was also really nice, um, sort of apprenticeship into an attendeehood, um, if that's the way to put it. Um, and there was a former chief um, who was my, of course, um, chief who was my resident when I was on team five. Um, and I remember he like, was very hierarchical person. So like, I remember walking into the room and he's like, everybody stand up for Dr. Connor. Um, you can call me Cheryl. I know all you guys what's happening. Um, and it was very like, so I remember there were also like some funny moments of this in-betweenness, you know, um, that were uh, like, I like think of fondly. Yeah, and when I, when I said that I wanted to spend more time learning to be a better educator, what I really meant is I wanted to learn to educate like Dr. Zarr does. And really achieve here is an opportunity to spend a year and see how he approaches issues, approaches problems, um, uh, and educates. And I thought that was just a tremendous opportunity to spend time working side by side with him to, uh, to learn how to do all the things that I wanted to do like him. I will echo um, what um, Dr. Dosa and Dr. Connor said um, about, you know, Dr. Czar being on the clinical competency committee was also really um, eye-opening to seeing what goes um, on behind the scenes. I just feel like I learned so much. Also with the attending, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, before I started chief year, I didn't exactly know what I wanted my career to be, but um Having attended on the VA wards, I just really fell in love with that um, and was able to develop really to make that my career. And then another um, thing I will say, because I think we all think about Dr. Bazaar as, you know, such um, an inspiration and a model and someone to learn from. And I know we all learned so much from him. But I will also say that I learned a lot from um, Audra Khan, who's the head of the medical student stuff. And she really um, embraced me as a chief resident and really like took me seriously and got me involved in a lot of projects uh, right as a chief um, through the medical students. And that led to me becoming the um, co-site director with Dr. Connor, who I roped in when she came back to the VA. Um, just right after chief year, which was, I think, an opportunity that not all people just starting out would have gotten if I didn't have that relationship and uh, apprenticeship with her. Yeah, I'm going to say a lot of the same things that were already said, but basically, um, when I first started, uh, I was talking to Awais, uh, who was the prior research and education chief last year, and I asked him, you know, for the newsletter, how do you know what template to use? What if you want to use a new one? What if you want to send it out on Friday instead of Sunday? And I had all these questions and he was like, he told me something that I think really echoes what Dr. Connor was saying is said, 
it's up to you. No one's going to, no one's going to tell you what to do. This is your, like, you own this, you know, job and you can do what you want and get feedback from the residents. And, and if they want it on Friday instead of Sunday, like do that. And no one's going to stop you from doing that. And I thought, oh, wow, that's like so liberating to know that I can, you know, kind of own this, um, like this job this year and try to make things better, not only for the residents, but for the whole program. And like you said, we take the resident feedback so seriously and we change things from day to day. Like, um, you know, we brainstorm ideas to make it better. And Dr. Czar and the administration are pretty like open to whatever changes we, you know, run by them. So it's been really eye-opening to see how it works behind the scenes and um, how much say we do have. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to echo that. Um, so I guess we can move on to, unless anybody has any other questions, um, you know, what was, what was like the hardest part about being a chief? And then, uh, we can move on to like what you took away from it. Um, so we can, my thing changed, but Dr. Connor. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. The hardest part was, um, it's like a tie between all the scheduling that the ambulatory chief was responsible for, which was um, just really thankless and stressful. Um, and um, kind of, and I guess the other thing would be um, helping residents who were struggling. I think that was very challenging. Um, so I think those two things were the things that um, had, the, had the most stress with my chief year. Um, not that there wasn't, you know, for the scheduling, you are kind of just like have to get it done. But for the um, trying to help people who are struggling, that we did, you know, and sometimes it would, I would work, you know, work, talk to the other chiefs about it. Like Czar has a ton of experience, so he would help, you know. So there was like a collective that could help with those problems, but I still found that um, to be one of the major stressors. I would agree with Dr. Connor. Um, and then I'll also add, I think one of the stressors was, um, you know, being a chief and actually realizing how much goes on behind the scenes and how hard everyone works to um, really fulfill everyone, like all the residents um, sort of desires, I guess, or needs. Um, and sometimes not being able to do that and disappointing people. Um, I think that was challenging. Yeah, I think the most challenging part for me was um, having to uh, work with my struggling friends. Um, being a chief, you know all the other residents pretty well because you worked with them uh, for the past one to three years. And when they're struggling or not performing at their best, uh, really trying, and it was also a great opportunity, but that, that was the hardest part for me was working with the struggling residents uh, and trying to um, remain their friend and uh, remain uh, their their supervisor um, with expectations of of uh, certain professionalism issues. So that's that's what I find the most difficult. What was the other half of the question? I guess we can move on to that next one. Like, what skill you got from Chief Year? Oh yeah. <clears throat> I have many skills, um, some of them from chief year. Uh, 
I think what I really learned in chief year was to choose my priorities. Uh, you could spend your entire chief year working with the 5% of residents that are struggling uh, and ignore the 95% of our residents that are doing amazing and tremendous things. So learning to prioritize and then organization. Um, I really, really, really improved my organizational skills uh, through chief year and it's done me wonders moving forward. Awesome. Ashley, um, what was your biggest challenge so far? <laughs> oh, well, uh, to say it in two words, I'd say the COVID pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think, I think this year has definitely brought its challenges. Uh, having the pandemic, you know, there are days where it's like, don't even think about next week. Let's just think about today and make sure we have everything where it needs to be today. Um, and I think that that, uh, you know, just has really kind of helped me develop those kind of problem solving skills of, you know, okay, well, here's, here's the problem. Let's be creative about how to fix it. Um, and I love creative problem solving. So I think that that's actually kind of been a little bit fun too. Um, but I think uh, to kind of maybe transition a little bit into the question of what do you enjoy most? I think that really having the pandemic has been this kind of new opportunity that maybe hasn't been there before because, you know, it's kind of forced our hand a little bit to make us be a little bit more flexible with some things, especially in terms of the schedule. And I think that that has really kind of um, set a stage to be able to, you know, create new things. Like, for example, transitioning to an X plus Y, you know, I think that so many things have kind of been up in the air because of this pandemic that we've really been able to kind of perhaps settle them down in a new way. Um, and so I think that creating something new uh, and something as exciting as an X plus Y schedule has been really fun for me and kind of thinking about what new things we can, we can do to, to make the resident experience better. Definitely. I think this year has been, I mean, we've gone through all the ups and downs of this pandemic together. I feel like, um, you know, any other year, it sounds like it's so difficult to do chief year. And then on top of that, um, you know, just like Dr. Connor said, knowing that your friends are struggling through residency in a pandemic um, makes it even harder because they'll reach out and you, you know, I feel kind of helpless when I can't do anything to make them feel better or to help their burnout at this point in the year. Um, but, you know, there have been some glimmers of hope with the vaccine rollout and um, the possibility of retreats coming back and, um, you know, live conferences coming back. Just those little things uh, that we kind of took for granted before on the horizon, I feel like, and it, it makes us feel a little better, a little closer um, to normalcy, I guess. But yeah, definitely this XSY is both exciting and challenging. I feel like Ashley and Brian have worked really hard on it this year. And we're just like changing. I feel like we're changing the whole structure of the residency. It makes us feel really awesome that we can, but it comes with its challenges too. So I think um, Dr. Connor, Dr. Laura, do you wanna talk about what you took away from Chief Year as well? Um, I was gonna say that the biggest thing <clears throat> that I uh, think would be the, um, how to give a conference and how to teach. Um, I remember during residency, we had a lot of requirements to do like a multidisciplinary conference and a journal club and morning reports and things. And I would get like so nervous and I would have to take like propranolol to like blunt my sympathetic response so that I could like keep it together. Um, and by the end of chief year, like that was definitely not the case. You know, you just are always in front of an audience. You're always putting together new material. You're always learning so much stuff. 
um, that I felt like really, really confident and um, comfortable now doing that. Um, and I also like learned to be more like it kind of, I switched in from being like how, you know, like um, let me present this information so everybody thinks I'm super smart <laughs> to like, let me, how can I best deliver this so that people learn from it? Like, what do I want them to take from this? Like, what is my main point? You know what I mean? Like, um, and also trying to like inject, like when to inject some levity and like when to not. <laughs> um, so I think like that was really um, one of the things I came out of chief year with uh, feeling, uh, feeling the, the best about. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Lara? So I'm going to add to the wonderful answers um, by adding, I think I learned how to better network with um, faculty. I think as a resident, I was pretty intimidated. Um, and to an extent, still I'm a little bit with my very like, you know, esteemed faculty, but it made me- Wait, 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 wait. I have to interrupt. Marcy, seriously, you're like the most like- <laughs> I know it's forward, outspoken. Like I, I can't believe you ever are intimidated. Oh yeah, it's an act. Totally imposter syndrome. And I think as a chief, you have to interact with so many more people that it kind of forced me into those positions to make me um, a little bit more comfortable. And then I think it also really showed me the importance of the chief residents um, in this institution and in this program. And um, you know, I was, I've been so lucky to be at the VA since my chief year, and it has really made me prioritize uh, having a relationship with the current chief resident every single year, especially the VA chief resident. I know, Ashley, it's been a little harder this year. We can't always get together, but, um, you know, I just think that the chiefs are incredibly important, um, and I value the chiefs as colleagues um, and have like learned so much through the years just from the individual chiefs that especially the ones that have come through the VA. Um, and um, that's been a really important part of uh, that I took away from that. Yeah, we still manage to get together. <laughs> Sometimes you stop by my office and that's always a, a fun, a fun visit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, I'll mention a couple of things I didn't mention last time. I think for a lot of the challenges and difficult things in chief residency, like, for example, intervening if there's some interpersonal issues between two people or if somebody is doing something they shouldn't, that, of course, is unpleasant. But, but uh, I actually found it quite satisfying in the sense that for a lot of the wrongs that I had to step in, there was somebody that was getting a right. Um, you know, if somebody, if a fellow, for example, is interacting poorly with a resident, then of course it's uncomfortable to tell a fellow, hey, you have to be more professional, but you're, you're helping the resident out. Uh, and, you know, for, for a lot of these, these issues, uh, there's, there's one aspect that, you know, leadership, whether it's a chief residency or chief resident or a program director has to intervene but there's usually a, another side of it that impacts other people in a positive way, which, which balances that out. So I found it, I found it quite satisfying. And in fact, I remember the first couple of months after I wasn't a chief, uh, it, for the first thing that I felt was, oh my God, if somebody doesn't come to work today, I have like, no, <laughs> I don't have to figure out backup or, or, you know, there's, it uh, doesn't impact me. Um, but then eventually when I would see things that were, that, you know, that I think should 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 be corrected, 
uh, I miss the ability to, to do it, to take the initiative and say, hey, Dr. Zar, you know, which of course I could email him anytime, but things that were outside of my realm. Uh, so so I, I, that shows you how satisfying Chief Beer can be, that you can, you can have an ear for problems and, and find the solutions and uh, inevitably impact somebody's, somebody's workplace. Definitely. Um, so I think we went for you missed you missed the power. Like I said, yeah. you missed the power. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't power per se. It was it, it, it was, I guess, the ability to 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 uh, to move things when you when you thought something was wrong. Uh, I mean, you have such a voice when you're a chief because you're in the in, in all of these meetings and all the table that that to a certain extent, it's your responsibility. I felt it was my responsibility to bring things up when I thought things, you know, needed to change. Uh, and and of course, where we work in a program that that is fostered. Um, and uh, uh, from there on, you know, of course, I would just bring it up to the chief, and then they had, they, you know, they took care of it. But uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's you, you you miss the ability, the everyday impact that you can have on some of the problems that you have. Um, so. Is that why you became an APD, Fado? I mean, yeah, I think I, I always, uh, you know, whether I'm an intern or, or a fellow or, or faculty, I think all of us here have the same, you know, we find the same, the same things that we like with regards to quality improvement and program improvement and advocating for people. Um, so I think chief residency for all of us here is a, is a natural role. Uh, because it's kind of in our DNA to do these things. So I think we ultimately will continue to seek these things, whether it's, you know, a clerkship director or, 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 you know, any one of these roles where you can do those things. Um, before we um, go on, I have to personally say that Alfredo did change a ton. And you guys that are, Amina and Ashley, you might not realize this, but Alfredo like took us out of the modern digital age by basically digitizing the residency that was like all on paper beforehand I don't know it's in like some like folder um, but I'm gonna give Alfredo complete credit for that there's so much that anybody can do in the residency and that's what's cool about it that no matter what position in what year you will always find an open canvas for for creative you know improvements you can it, it might be a problem that that doesn't need to be fixed, but you can make it better. Uh, so, so there's always there's always room for creativity, and that's what's cool about Chief here too. Awesome. Um, I think everyone, Dr. Radosta, uh, what was your favorite part about Chief here? Finishing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I. My favorite part was was the the relationships that I was able to form. Um, with my co-chiefs, with my residents, um, and with all the faculty here that, that you work so closely with. It's just a tremendous opportunity to, to make long-lasting relationships with people who, uh, who are excellent at doing their job. Definitely. I, I will say this is my eighth year at UIC now. I keep saying that. And it's like scary to think that I'm going to leave because I just love UIC so much. Like it's this fostering environment where I get to learn from everyone, like faculty, Dr. Zar, and then my co-chiefs. I've learned so much already and it's only been half the year. So I feel like um, we're definitely going to keep in touch post this year. But 
I'm getting a little nostalgic oh, already. Sure. <laughs> there I go. <laughs> for Dr. Radosta, you know, Dr. Radosta, you, you have taken leadership roles in, in the ambulatory setting and, and uh, uh, in the college. Um, how have the skills from chief residency impacted those roles? Um, Great question. Um, I think that a lot of the things that I do now are things that I learned to do well during my chief residency. So whether it's thinking through how to educate people or how to remain organized uh, on small and big projects, how to prioritize uh, what's important to me and what's important to uh, the people that I work for. Um, all those things have really uh, benefited me tremendously as the relationships that I made have. And as a chief, you get to really work with a lot of people who can do wonderful things to help you uh, further your career, uh, whether here or elsewhere. But there's just so much opportunity that comes from that chief here that uh, it's, it got me where I'm at today. That's awesome. And I, I think, I, I feel the same way in the sense that the skills from chief residency, they might be skills that you learn at some point, but the opportunity to learn them as a, as a recent graduate, I think is, you know, priceless for sure. Yeah, a lot of these things are things that I would have probably learned over the next 10 years um, but I learned them all in the first four days of being a chief. <laughs> so true, so true. It's a steep yeah. learning curve. All right. Um, does anyone else have any other questions to go around? I think I hit all of our. Um, I wanted to yeah. also say, like, to echo what John said about how fun it was to be a chief um, and the friends, like working with your friends or even the residents making new friends, um, becoming even tighter with your co-chiefs. Like it was really just a lot of fun. Um, also you have the weekends off mostly, uh, except when you're on service, but like it's, it's different from residency, right? Like I remember being weird being like, it's Friday, I guess I'm gonna go home. <laughs> you know, you would have the major <laughs> to like help out, but you weren't, you know, it was, so also like it was nice <laughs> after residency, which is pretty grueling. Um, so, and then you had time to spend with some of those friends that you were <laughs> that you were making at work and outside of work. So um, yeah, really valuable in all the ways people have mentioned, but also really a lot of, a, a lot of fun. And I'm so yeah. glad I did it. I would not like have changed a thing. Yeah, you do control your schedule to a certain extent. And I, I, I will say, I feel like I worked, I worked a lot my chief year, but it was, it was self-imposed things, things that, that that were of significant value to you. Uh, and, you know, I think that that speaks to the flexibility and, and, and how fun it is that, you know, if you want to take on stuff, you can, you can do a lot of different things. You can, you know, it, it, it's just a very flexible and, and pretty fun position and you have your weekends off and, and uh, you know, you, you have service a few weeks of the year uh, where you have to cover the weekends, but, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I would definitely echo that. And I, I'll say for my personal story, um, so as many of you guys know, I transferred here as a second year resident and, you know, I was new to the Midwest. I didn't really plan on staying in Chicago. I kind of looked here because of my husband had an opportunity out here. Um, and I really attribute chief year to, um, 
you know, my stay here and wanting to join faculty because I saw UIC in, in such a different way and really was able to fall in love with UIC and the VA um, really in that year to the point that, you know, when my husband left the job that we came here for a few years ago and told me, you know, okay, now we can move back to New York. I was like, heck no, I'm staying. I love my job. I could never find a better job. And I don't think I would have felt that way if I didn't have the chief experience. Um, just for all the reasons and the relationships that I made. Definitely. I think like even though our chief year has been kind of a roller coaster with this pandemic, I do think if I were given the opportunity to be a chief a year chief again, I would take it in a second and do it all over again just because of the amount of um, you know, uh, educational, like how to give a case conference, how to make a schedule, how to talk to people from all different, um, you know, aspects of medicine, including environmental services, you know, just like the different um, relationships that you form. And then also just working with my co-chiefs and doctors are and meeting with them weekly is like my cup of tea every Monday. It's fun. It's, um, you know, it's work, but it's a lot of fun too. So. And I would, I would agree if, if I could go back into time, um, I would buy more Amazon stock and I would definitely uh, apply and be a chief again. Great. Um, cool. So I think that unless Ashley, you want to add any other remarks? Oh. No, I mean, yeah, I totally oh. echo with everyone else. Okay, I thought you were <laughs> you know, and I guess I can add, you know, I think that um, that was actually something I think that was very telling when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to be a chief is that every chief I had reached out to, you know, former and present at the time had, had the same sentiment that, you know, it was definitely added value to their careers. And, um, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, we didn't mention this in, in the previous cast as well. And it's, I think, not a reason any one of us joined uh, chief or applied for chief residency, um, but it does carry its weight as well. I, I you know, in, 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 in the future, uh, uh, in other jobs, in other places, uh, when people know that you were a chief, they, they, they do give you some credit and, and, and recognize that you, you know, that you chose to stay an extra year, that you were selected and that, you know, by definition, you, you did okay as a resident. Um, so I think it does carry, carry that as well. And it is satisfying when that happens because people kind of recognize that that you that you do put effort in your work and and that it was recognized in some way. Uh, and I think the same thing is true for for future jobs and future fellowships and things like that. It, it it's like everything. It's it's uh, it, you know you as an individual are a package, and I think it adds a lot to that package. I completely agree, Fredo, because before I, my chief year, my husband was applying all across the country. So I was sending out emails all across the country from New York to San Francisco to Chicago. And every single place I reached out to um, was like immediately like, yes, come interview, you know, and I think it was because I was a chief resident. I really think that because I, you know, I don't think every single place was that desperate. <laughs> you know, I think that a lot they, they really thought that was important and like um, I ended up staying here, but you know, it was nice to get that kind of feedback and like be like, okay, so this does mean something outside of these walls. Um, it, it does carry weight. Cool. Well, thank you everybody for your time. Uh, I think it's great to uh, think about chief residency. 
you know, Dr. Mikulecic said it, and I, I feel the same way. It really was probably one of my best years professionally and personally. It was a lot of fun. Um, so thank you so much for, for your time today. Awesome. Thanks for Thanks inviting so us. Much. Thanks. Thanks. Thank Have you. a great day.